To love someone is nothing. To be loved by someone is something. To love someone who loves you is everything. Bill Russell said that, and I'm saying this. Welcome to High and Low. Good day and good night. Welcome to the High and Low Basketball Podcast. This is episode number 100 and Vince. Number 100 and half man, half amazing, a.k.a. episode number 115. 15 is a number that was worn by the guy that uh, many say put the city of Toronto on the basketball map. The Drake of the NBA, if you will. Actually, scratch that. Drake is the Drake of the NBA. Uh, Regardless, I'm talking about Vince Carter, legendary Toronto Raptor, New Jersey Net, Memphis Grizzly, Atlanta Hawk, Orlando Magician. What did you say? Many younger fans of the NBA product would see Vince Carter as an older statesman, a veteran journeyman, as you can tell by the number of teams that is named, and he played for more than that. Uh, but back in the day, Vince Carter was one of the most gifted, most electrifying players the league had ever seen. Uh, some say that Vince Carter's legendary appearance in the 2000 dunk contest signaled his arrival uh, next to Michael Jordan versus Dominique Wilkins in 1988. Probably the, the greatest performance in the dunk contest. You know, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon stands are, are losing their minds right now, but hey, facts are facts. Anyway, my name is Ike Machi, and today, <laughs> today there's no starting lineup, man. Uh, <laughs> it, I had to uh, escape the city with the family this week, which uh, threw off our recording schedule. Uh, so I'm on a short, rickety wooden pier on a, on a quiet lake right now with, uh, with a mic and a laptop million miles away from anything uh everyone needs to get away sometimes so i had to do it i had to do it for the family uh so the guys get the week off but uh high and low does not the streak continues uh so as usual we all live by the strict code governed by the high and low lives of the world which means we talk about basketball especially and specifically the nba and we talk about it at any time anywhere north south east west High and Low. This week on this truncated episode of High and Low, I'm going to take you back to last week when we uh, talked about players who only play for the money. Yeah, players who only play for that check. Um, So on the the previous episode, you heard us talk in general terms, but uh, you didn't hear us name names. Uh, If you're wondering why Mitch was a little tight during the outro of episode 114, uh, you'll find out why when you hear this bonus segment where the guys talk about the, uh, the specific players they believe play for checks, not wins. Uh, in addition to that, there are some questions uh, from you, the listeners, but it wouldn't be fair to hoard all the fun. So I'll just answer one, just one. Uh, stay tuned for that. Um, hey, I'm Dolo. So I'm locked in this week, so let's just get right into it. Thank you for joining us for yet another installment of the program. Another week, another episode, more NBA, some more high and low. This week in NBA history, the Ben Wallace era in Detroit began. On August 3rd, 2000, Grant Hill became a member of the Orlando Magic, an Orlando magician. That sounds way better. Honestly, they should make it official. 
Uh, he was acquired by the Detroit Pistons via sign and trade for Chucky Atkins and Ben Wallace. At the time, this deal was all about Grant Hill. Uh, was a five-time All-Star and a player who was uh, pegged to be one of the NBA's best. And there was legitimate excitement with, uh, with Hill joining Tracy McGrady amid rumors of Tim Duncan going to Orlando, which would have created a formidable trio opposite Kobe and Shaq's Lake Show in the West. Apparently, Duncan was ready to leave San Antonio and sign in Orlando, but it all fell apart when Orlando's head coach, Doc Rivers, denied Timmy's request to have his family fly on the team plane. Yes. It was at this moment that he knew he f***ed up. This is not about Orlando and Doc Rivers' greatest regrets. This is about Ben Wallace, who turned out to be the biggest get in this sign and trade uh, that turned Grant Hill into a magician and landed Ben Wallace in Detroit. Initially considered an afterthought, Ben Wallace became a cornerstone of a championship piston squad, four-time All-Star, four-time Defensive Player of the Year. So from August 3rd, 2000, Ben ascended, and it was all downhill from there for Grant. Yes, I said it. <laughs> anyway, that's a little something for the NBA history nerds. Things are certainly happening in the NBA today, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about something important. I have a listener question that has nothing to do with last week. This question is from Mason in Windsor, Ontario. So shout out to Windsor, right next to Detroit, speaking of Detroit. Uh, hey, go Lancers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you just say to me? So the question is this. I recently listened to the first episode of High and Low, and Ike talked about recording from his rooftop. Was he actually on his roof? And would you guys consider recording outside together? Great question. Great question, Mason. Yes, I think we would consider that. Once we can all get together in the same spot, we would definitely do that. Uh, short answer, though, to the first part of your question is yes, I was. I was definitely literally um, on my roof. I wasn't literally sitting on shingles, so there was no immediate danger. Um, and I use the word immediate because it was on a Thursday evening, you know, back in May 2020. And I remember a ridiculous amount of mosquitoes hovering around uh, and there were some aggressive birds looking for cover. A few neighbors with their ears pressed to the fence, but no, no danger, though. Um, not going to lie, though. There might be some danger right now. <laughs> uh, the sun is officially set. Uh, and when you're in the middle of the, the wild under the sun, the place looks incredible, but it's not the same after dark. <laughs> uh, I'm outside by myself, surrounded by the types of noises you would hear in parts unknown. And, uh, I don't know, man. I just fell down a skinwalker's rabbit hole on TikTok. I, I do not recommend if you're planning to go camping or stay at some remote location. Anyway, the family is safe and comfortable inside, so we're all, we're all good. Thank you for the question, Mason. Much appreciated. Um, I just want to move on to some other uh, news. One piece of sad news in the NBA. NBA Hall of Famer, 11-time uh, champ. Yes, 11 uh, five-time MVP, uh, Boston Celtic legend and sports icon Bill Russell passed away at the age of 88. Uh, Russell was the cornerstone of the greatest dynasty in NBA history. Yes, uh, one of the greatest to ever play the game at both ends of the floor. Beyond the numerous incredible achievements 
on the basketball court, beyond holding the important distinction as the first black coach in NBA history, Bill Russell did as much for the sport and society writ large off the court. He was a star in the NBA during the Jim Crow era, during a time when American laws existed to marginalize and repress, oppress African-Americans, denying education, employment, and the right to vote. You know, it was at this time that Bill Russell stood taller than his 6'10 frame and fought for the rights of his people. It was at this time that Bill Russell transcended his NBA star and ascended as a civil rights leader. And that is the legacy he leaves behind. Rest easy, Mr. Russell. This person came up, we were going someplace, and somebody said, you a basketball player? I said, no. And John says, why do you always say you're not a basketball player? I said, John, that's what I do. That's not what I am. Just another reminder to listeners, if you want to leave a question for us, drop a DM on Instagram at Get High and Low, TikTok and More High and Low. Time to push this segment in the direction of uh, whatever weird noise that was. When we come back, you're going to hear the bonus conversation from last week when you go, Mitch, Stephen, and I talked about players who most likely put the money over the game. This is a conversation where names were named. That's next after this quick break. This week's episode of the High and Low Basketball Podcast is brought to you by the one championship ring Bill Russell couldn't wear. 11 chips. Goodness gracious, man. Never will be done again, I'm telling you. Now let's get back to the show. And we are back. This is High and Low, and I'm Mike and Mechie, and I'm here with Hugo, Steven, and Mitch. And we've had a theoretical, philosophical conversation about this. We've named names. We have. We couldn't help it. Um, but can you definitively identify a player that most likely falls into this category? Who do you expect? Who do you suspect plays just for the money? I'll go last. I'll go oh, first. I, well, I said it before. It's it's, it's, it's Spencer Dimwitty. Like I, I really don't think. He, I mean, I think if he wins a chip, it would be nice. But I don't know if he's like pulling really hard to win a chip. I think he's just looking for whoever pays him the most and whatever moves he makes. I think it's just for him to stay longer in the league so he can get more money. So you think that he would? He'd sign to. He, he's he's basically a mercenary, yep. highest bidder. Yep, and we're good. Yep, he plays just good that. enough to keep to stick around. I mean, would you call him a top twenty point guard in the NBA? That's not the question, though. Not, yeah, irrelevant. No, I just mean though. It's, I, I, I mean it from a sense of keeping his spot, keeping his interest, keeping teams interested in him, and looking at him as a, as something valuable. I think it's the exact opposite. I think that he would be a top twenty point guard if he was solely interested okay. in the money because he has he's a very talented guy very talented player mm-hmm. and he's capable of putting up big numbers on go. any given night but he's not doing that right now on Dallas 
No, but I, 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 you know, you know, they always talk to, about that that last year before the next contract, right? So, yeah, you know, contract year. Yeah, I think he just does it enough to make people say, mm, you know what, maybe, mm, yeah, okay, he's pretty good. You know, he might not be there, but he shows flashes of it. Maybe we can get him to come in and work with him, and then he can be more consistent, and then. Okay, we'll agree. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, who's your guy? Uh, I have a guy written down, but I'm going to change it. Um, oh, Jordan Poole is my guy. Jordan Poole, yeah. Whoa, Jordan Poole party. <laughs> Poole party. He is, I don't know if you guys remember when him and Wiggins after when they won and they were on yeah, uh, yeah, recording, yeah. and he said, he "We about to get paid." And there it is. It's part of that 99%. I can't wait to oh, get this paid, too. God. He's getting that money, <laughs> the, son. The guy who just won a chip. <laughs> just won a chip on, like, whatever deal he's on because he was from the G League. And he's about to get paid. Okay. Before that, I had Zach Levine. I, wow. I would ride with that a little bit more than, than pool no, party. No, pool. You're about, okay. you about to see pool. Okay, I think there's only really three players that fall into this camp. Truly, uh, one mm-hmm. of them is one of them is Damian Lillard. Um, mm-hmm. He pretends to who pretends to want to win in Portland. I think um, mm-hmm. sixty million a year coming up. Uh, we mentioned him already. Bradley Beal is absolutely another player. Um, yeah. Stop pretending like you care about winning if you're going to sign to Washington for the next six years. Washington <laughs> might might not win a playoff series. Never mind a chip. Okay. And, no option. Yeah. Right? No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. No option. Two hundred fifty-two million dollars to, and then he's gonna sulk when they lose. Like uh, that guy bothers me. <laughs> um, and the other guy is Jeremy Grant. I think that, yes. that's that's your he's top three right there. That guy's just like, oh, Detroit, sixty million. Great. Yeah, I'll be right yeah. there. Oh, you're trading me to Portland. No, no, that's no. not his fault though. Whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, yeah, somebody's ripping and roaring. That's not his fault, though, man. Like, he had that conversation with LeBron, and other people thought there was something there. What? What are you talking about? That, that, who? Grant. Grant? Yeah, remember that one in Denver, right? When they were playing Denver, and they were having that talk, and they thought LeBron was going to recruit him? No, Jeremy Grant Jeremy Grant went where he could be the number one option and make as much money as possible. That's all yeah, he cared yeah. about. He said he wanted minutes to be the number one guy. Yeah. yeah. That's not you a winning choice. You don't make a conversation. Yeah, yeah. You don't make a winning basketball choice uh, and choose Detroit. Okay, okay? that's it, that's we'll only see. that's that's only money. Nobody yeah, chooses yeah. Detroit on purpose. Sorry, Detroit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, respectfully, respectfully. No. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Jeremy Grant definitely. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you guys, though. This is a quick one. What? Because. More? This, you've been pushing back, you guys. You've been pushing back on this one. Okay. And there's a guy that was playing in your backyard for years who clearly Pause. was not playing. Oh, stop. Was not playing to win. He was playing for the money. Christopher Bosch? Clearly. Vincent Lamar Carter? Vincent Lamar no, listen, Carter. No, 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 no. Don't listen. We Vincent can't put, no. Lamar no, Carter. No, How did like, you feel? How did you feel no. rooting for a team led by a guy that wasn't really well interested in winning a chip for your team? We're talking. How to, did you feel? Listen, we, didn't we, how did you feel? Listen, I don't want to discourage against a man who passed away, Mister Babcock. That team was a sham, uh, a roast, a hot 
piece of garbage, whatever you want to call it. So it's like, I don't want to disparage. And then started to disparage. Listen, I I give Vince the asterisk on those years. Not me. No, I was something terrible, but I'm going to (laughs) stop. There you go. There you go. There's the truth. No, no asterisk allowed. If a man can't go to a Nelly concert, then I don't know if I could work for that team. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm out. Oh, okay. Well, that's, okay. So maybe that's, that's too much. Okay. That's your th- that's your third crickets. Oh, I think this go. episode. <laughs> oh, no, okay. So obviously, okay. This is not Raptors podcast, so we'll leave it for another day. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. But I'm I'm in, I'm quite happy to hear that you were not happy with the fact that Vincent Lamar Carter was uh, the the franchise player and uh, did not care about the franchise winning. And that made you feel horrible. I loved Vince until he decided to stop wanting to win. So yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Stop wanting to win in Toronto. I think he wanted to win elsewhere, but not, not here. Yeah. So going back to the original question, which is, uh, you know, how do you feel about a player who is only interested in the money? Well, oh yeah. I think that that answers the question. Yeah. Sucks. Sucks as yeah. a fan. There you go. All right. Why the fuck I can't shoot three point shot? And that brings us to the end of yet another episode of the High and Low Basketball Podcast, the High and Low Experience. Uh, I want to thank Mitch, Hugo, and Steven. <laughs> now you can see why Mitch got a little tight. When you mentioned Vince Carter, especially his final season as a Raptor, some, some Raptor fans still, still in unforgiving mode. Personally, I think. Vince did way too much for the franchise to let, him, to let that get the way it's, uh, it's the NBA. Breakups happen. Um, if you haven't done so, subscribe to High and Low anywhere you find podcasts. Go to the High and Low YouTube channel for bonus content. Click on that bell and subscribe. We're on Instagram at Get High and Low, Twitter and TikTok, and more High and Low. You can find Hugo, Mitch, Sean, Steven on all of those platforms. There, all the information is in the show notes. And the music you are listening to right now, that intro and outro music, that amazing music that you hear every single episode, that is by the one and only Live, L-Y-V-E. You can find the Live on Twitter and on Instagram at L-Y-V-E. Uh, music is also by Sonny Rockwell of The Goodness. You can't find that guy anywhere. Sound design is by Vaughn August. This is a Vaughn Abraham podcast, just in case you didn't know. So on behalf of the starters... And on behalf of the weird noises happening all around me, I'm Mike Kamechi. Thank you for listening to High and Low. I just hope I survive this uh, this trip. I got to get off this pier. So hopefully we'll see you next week.